When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. Do we want Equus facts, or do we want, like, what do we do? We're cracking a cold one. Do we want to learn about rabies? (laughs) Do we want to learn about rabies today, kids? (laughs) Do you have time to learn about Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Jody Arias? Yeah. All right. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Irioki. (laughs) And I'm here tonight with Summer. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So we're just sitting out here on my patio drinking a beer. And we're going to talk about something that... There's an interesting Oklahoma tie-in to this that I had no idea about. We're going to talk about psychics and, like, psychic readings and all of that jazz. So. Is rabies involved at all? I don't think there's any rabies. I'm out. Man, yeah. Summer, she really likes rabies. Like, you'd have to be here to understand. But, okay. So, um, basically, like, a psychic as everyone knows, is someone who uses extrasensory perception to find things out or get information um, in that way. And it's always in a manner that is like beyond comprehension or beyond like the laws of physics or however you want to put it. Um, And I want to say up front, like there is no scientific proof that psychics are real. (laughs) There's a lot of anecdotal proof. I have some of my own, but um, so anyway, um, This is kind of interesting. This is directly from Wikipedia. In 1988, the U.S. US National Academy of Sciences gave a report on the subject and concluded there is no scientific justification from research conducted over a period of 130 years for the existence of parapsychological phenomenon. So how much do you know about Harry Houdini? Mm, Like he was suicidal but made it flashy. That is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that I, th- I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. Um, so he had like a real problem with uh, the spiritualist movement. Really? Yes. He hated it. Like he felt like they were charlatans who took advantage of grieving people. That was his whole thing. He was like, you, you people pretending to be psychics, like all you're doing is preying on people who have lost someone. I learned nothing about that on Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Dean Kane didn't teach me shit he didn't about teach that. You that. Yeah. So Harry Houdini, he had like a big he um he had a whole thing about like he would go to these things, like he would go to séances and he would go to like see mediums work and stuff and he would do everything in his power to expose them as frauds. Like he was just not not into it, not about it. And that's a really I think there's a book called um I want to say it's like The Witch of Lime Street. Or something like that. And it's about Harry Houdini and the spiritualist movement. Um, really good. Check it out from your library. Really good book. Um, so, like, during spiritualism, this stuff was rampant, which is, like, what my mom and I talked about on the Ouija episode. Um, Ouija. Yeah. Ouija. 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 I that, don't know. That just reminds me of, like, what's her name from Two Broke Girls? She yeah. called it Ouija. Ouija. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so... We talked a little bit about that. Like, that was super popular, table wrapping, all of that. But today, mostly anybody that you talk to today, like, of our generation, probably if you say psychic, like, one of the first people they're going to think of is Miss Cleo. (laughs) Remember Miss Cleo? (laughs) I remember she went to jail. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, so that is an example of a charlatan. Well, because I told you we had, like, five channels, but it was always Miss Cleo. Yes. Oh, yeah, Miss Cleo. Yeah, she was. Man, I remember watching her when I was a kid. Was she on the church channel? I don't remember. I mean, they're all frauds. Yeah, I think that what whatever channel she was on, it was late at night. It was was always, like, infomercials. Yes. I mean, if... (sighs) If anybody was going to be taken too soon, it should not have been Billy Mays. 
That's oh my all god. I'm saying. Oh my god. Do you, know, saying. do you know how many times in my family group chat I use the meme, but, but wait, wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> yes. So much. Oh my god, I use it so much. But, yeah. that, but wait, there's more also reminds me of like scary movie movies like, but wait, there's <laughs> more. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so funny. So other famous psychics today are like John Edwards, Sylvia Brown. People like that. You ever heard of them? Nope. Okay. John Edwards had uh, a show called Crossing Over, I believe it was called. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. he yeah. would, like, um, he would do what they call cold reading. Yeah. Where he would, like, be like, okay, I'm getting somebody with an M name and, like, It would just have... be, like, Vegas shit. Like, same with, yeah. like, Long Island Medium. Yeah. Yeah, Long Island Medium. That's She's another like, good one. She's like, I'm smelling onions yeah who had a bagel today yeah and yeah. everybody's like oh my god i had an everything bagel she's so good <laughs> yes. Like, oh my god. yes yeah so basically like cold reading that's kind of the technique is like you basically just get really really expert at reading body language and social cues and like you can watch someone and you say something and you can tell Ooh, this one thing I said is important to them. Kind of a, and I can a, go from it's there. It's a keyword. Yes, yeah, pretty much. So that's like that's like a lot of what skeptics and critics say is like cold reading. It's a real thing. There are a lot of people who do cold readings. Um, but anyway, I was I was really obsessed with Miss Cleo because like as a kid, I wanted to call that. <laughs> I always wanted to call too. I want, but my parents always confiscated my phone oh, after yeah. nine because like you know I'd be wild. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I wanted to call and I wanted her to tell me at twelve years old that I was meant to marry Val Kilmer. Like that's what I wanted her to tell me. See, I don't remember having a childhood crush. Oh, I was obsessed with. I've talked about it so many times on the podcast. I was in love with Val Kilmer. Like, I mean, like. I thought he was adorbs, but like, oh I, girl, I had a GeoCities website that I devoted to him. Stop! I did, I did. I, I don't did. know Brad Pitt and Legends of the Fall. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that's what dating a white guy would be like. Yeah, but that's not the part of Montana I know. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Oh my god. I know the like the Haver part, like the Res part. Yeah. Not the Legends of the Fall part. I don't. <laughs> I want I really think that they like might have been around like near Browning ish because they had to go to Calgary to enlist. I've never been to Montana. Uh, <laughs> there's not much there. Yeah. Like every time I think about where in the hell was that uh the cult that um with uh the Bagwan? Was that in no, I don't think that was in no, Montana. No, I don't know where that was. It was somewhere up. Sounds Utah ish. If, yeah, if, if if there's cult involved, it's probably Utah. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, like Montana, there's nothing. There's Billings or Helena. Yeah. And I can't remember the name. That's of the town. literally it. That's why nobody knows where all these native women go. Yeah. Just because it's all literally rural. That's crazy. Reservations. That is so scary. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Wyoming, Idaho, like Damn. all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Idaho, I always think of, wasn't Ruby Ridge in Idaho? I don't know. I think it was. I've really only been to like. Pocatello and yeah, uh, Fort Hall, stuff like that. I've only been to reservations. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so I, I I don't know how we got on that. Oh, because I was I wanted to marry uh, Val, Val Kilmer. I wanted I wanted Miss Cleo to tell me that that was what was going to happen. So that never happened. And but you never surprised. called though. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't, and I haven't hit Val Kilmer up. So he's not. He's aging like a rotting pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's yeah that's that's accurate like that's that's the only way i can describe it yeah it's not it and the reason that that's happening is because he's denying science and like saying i don't have cancer when he very obviously does oh have yeah, cancer. Yeah, like, yeah yeah it's very sad like it's I, his face is falling off yeah it's sad it's so sad and he was such a talented actor like i he supposedly is like one of the most difficult to work with people in Hollywood. Really? Yes. Like uh, Joel Schumacher, who made Batman Forever, said, I will never work with that man again as long as I live. Why? Uh, he's just really difficult. Like everything you can do as an actor to be difficult and dramatic, he's done. <laughs> you leave Katherine Heigl out of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So I don't know if he's that bad because he never ended up making like Herbal Essence commercials. But <laughs> Shit. didn't she end up making those? I don't know. I want to say I she did. Poor, we use Vidal Sassoon. Yeah, I want to say she did. But um, so anyway, psychics. The idea of psychics goes back like forever and ever and ever. Like um, I think of 
uh, the movie 300, like when they go oh, to the Oracle yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like, I watched that a lot as a kid, weirdly. Did you ever watch The 13th Warrior? No. I was obsessed with that too. So The 13th Warrior, for those of you who um, have never seen it, Antonio Banderas plays an Arab man. And he, yes, he does. And what? He plays an Arab man who, um, he gets kicked out by the Sultan because he's been sleeping with the Sultan's girl. And, um, his punishment is basically like, you're just exiled from the kingdom. Like you Take can never come back. Take your sunglasses off. It's 10 PM. I know. I don't have them on my eyes though. I don't, have, they're on my head. They're on top of my head. So, um, he like basically gets kicked out and he's got this uh guy that goes with him that's kind of like his chauffeur i guess you could say and it's omar sharif and he is basically kind of like guiding him and stuff and they run into a bunch of northmen who are for whatever reason in this part of the world and there's an oracle in this tent that they have all set up and like antonio banderas's character is like horrified by these northmen because they are like barbarians like they they Norse? have this yes like vikings yes and they have this bowl. Like went a, to Ineo. I know yeah. all about Norsemen. Yes. <laughs> you know about my people. Row, Norse, row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So they have this bowl. And, like, literally, they pass it from person to person. They wash their face in it. And then they shoot their boogers in it. And then they wash their face. And then they wash their mouth. And, like, they all do this. And he's just watching them. And he is like, you are disgusting. They're just drinking each other's boogers. Basically, yes. And he's just like, this is filthy. Like, this is gross. And then, like. And he is like, it's culture shock, basically, for both of them and him. Because they're like, okay, you're really weird. And he's like, okay, like, you're really weird. And they don't really like each other. I prefer a blood pact at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, snot just fucks me up yeah like it's gross i've been puked on i've been bled on but snot no yeah so there's lots of snot going on lots of snot from the norsemen northmen and they um anyway so like there's this oracle there or a seer whatever you want to call her and she has a bag of bones and um they get news from this man that up in one of the kingdoms in the danish slash norwegian area um there is a king who has is having difficulties with um, a creature, which is basically the story of Beowulf. And oh. yes, so this is basically the story of Beowulf from the perspective of the 13th warrior. So this lady like rolls the bones out, you know, and she does her thing and looks at him. And her verdict is the 13th warrior must be no Northman. And surprise, surprise, the only Arab there is Antonio Banderas. The only Beowulf I know is the one with Angelina Jolie. No, 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 no. Cancel that. Uh Uh-uh, no. This is the best Beowulf story ever. I, like... Michael Crichton wrote it. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, girl. And it's based on actual stuff. I get... Because I hated Beowulf so much in high school, every once in a while on my, like, Facebook memories, it'll be like, fucking Beowack. Because I'd be in senior (laughs) English. Yeah. Like, I was down with 1984, Animal Farm, all in. Fuck Beowulf. You know what I hated in senior English? Pride and Prejudice. So my senior English teacher, we had to write a 14-page essay, Mm -hmm. and I was initially going to do Bigfoot, and she was like, no, I need you to do, need you to write your paper over something that's real. Yeah. So I chose residential schools, and we were allowed to have one live source, so I chose Mm -hmm. my grandma who huh. went to Seneca and Shalako and everything. Makes and she read, she read this whole paper and she goes, I told you to write over something that was real. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. My like, and my, how old was she? Like 20 something. Yeah. Like my, and my computer had crashed and it deleted my paper. Like the school's it guy was like, Oh yeah, here's a ghost file. We know the paper existed. Yeah. But, uh, it's just gone. I don't know what my mom said to this woman, but it shook her to the core. Oh, my God. To where I got two extra days to, like, because it was on, like, most of my paper was also on my parents' desktop. Mm. I don't know what Tear Bear said to this woman. Yeah. But she was like. Must have been rough. Yeah. She was like, you have till Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So, side story. One time when I was in grade school, there was this teacher who was, like, really, really shady. Like, she was having kids spend the night at her house and stuff. Uh. Yeah. Like, it was weird. And I, um, me and my best friend, who I've talked about on the podcast before, um, my best friend in grade school, we, like, 
I can't remember what had happened. Oh, she had told this one kid that the kid was a loser. Like she made the loser sign <laughs> and told before. told this kid that they were a loser. And I was like, I'm like in sixth grade and I'm like, okay, I may be 12 years old, but I know that that's not okay. And so I go and I tell my mom that this teacher called one of my classmates a loser. And um, then like some stuff, like there's like a little like, like dust up of, you know, oh, did she do this? Blah, blah, blah. The principal talks to her and stuff. And this teacher pulled me out in the hallway and she looked at me and she said, you're a liar. And she said, <laughs> you lied about that. And I looked at her and I was like, no, no. <laughs> I didn't. And so I went and told my mom that she had like pulled me out in the hall and bullied me. Um, yeah, my mom went like terror bear like it was it was not a good time for that teacher and she ended up ended up not having a job so um yeah but it wasn't just my mom it was a bunch of parents that were very concerned about like her having fucking sleepovers with kids that like are in her sixth grade class like that's just weird i'm trying to even like think about sixth grade yeah oh like i don't i a lot of my teachers absolutely did not like me but it seemed to be all my science teachers yeah that really liked me yeah. as a person. Everybody else was like, "You're a loon." Oh my god, I oh I have a I have a story that I'll tell when we do the little extra episode about one of my high school teachers. Um, but yeah, so anyway, in this movie, the Oracle says like the thirteenth man must be no North man, and you know Antonio Banderas is like, "Oh damn, I guess that's me because there's nobody else here who's not from." the north and from the whites yes exactly and so he goes with them and it's really cool because like he's still zorro yeah for me he, yeah and the dad from spike yeah Kids. yeah you need to watch it it's really good but anyway so there's an oracle in it these go back long long into the history of man like you know and of course nostradamus who even has a tv show in history now and he's dead so what? you know like the nostradamus effect like how they they talk about oh did he like really predict this or did he really predict that or whatever you know so anyway um so one of the unique things about spiritualism as opposed to the time period before this was during spiritualism people came to believe that mediums had a direct link to the dead mm -hmm. like you it was basically like um they were like your hotline to your dead relative basically i mean for lack of a better like description it's like they could on command call up the spirits of the dead and talk to them and give insight to the living to help them you know whatever and this was all during like a period where there's lots of war going on lots of people are dying there's the spanish flu like all of this stuff is happening so people are very much wanting comfort and one of the things i learned when i did that episode with my mom was anytime there is like troubled times in the world mm -hmm. occult stuff makes a resurgence because yeah. people are looking for certainty and all of that and stuff like that but See, like my brain is like we don't ask our dead for anything we yeah. feed them once a year yeah and we like yeah <laughs> you just like you feed them once a year and you just leave it yeah like that's so interesting like like we just yeah yeah it's so one of the a fun fact about this modern spiritualism um there was this there was this thing called the theosophical society run mm -hmm. by helena blavatsky and it basically coupled the spiritualism of modern spiritualism with Eastern mysticism. Oh. And that movement, the Theosophical Society, is where we get the New Age section that we have now in Barnes & Noble. That's where all of that comes from. <laughs> Seriously? Yes, that's where that, that's where that New Age movement, it's all of that. So, um, which I uh, thought was pretty interesting. Barnes & Noble, not going to lie, has, you know, saved, I'm not going to lie, saved my life. Mm -hmm. If they come out to have some, like, shady past or their owner has come out with some shady shit, I, I won't know how to process it because there yeah. have been so many times where I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't handle this world anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I would just go to a Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm and it's a magical place get a coffee and get a pretzel mm -hmm. and i would just sit there and read something mm -hmm. and no one would say shit to me yeah and then i would just feel better after two hours like even as mm -hmm. a kid like the kid section oh yeah there was Girl. a there was a stage mm -hmm. like the american girl section was yeah. thriving yeah oh, but yeah. i if if something comes out to where like Barnes and Noble's like founder has some like 
anti-semitic or is race i, like I won't scandal. know i won't know how to process like it. i don't know what to do because barnes and noble as a company has saved my life <laughs> i feel that like, i won't know I, how to handle no, it. i feel that like, that I, will be the one where i'm like nope nope, nope this is the nope. big one <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> oh I my can't God. handle it so i thought this was really interesting because there was a study um done and this is really weird because this was on like the main wikipedia page for psychics oh, and it was a study done at oklahoma city university <laughs> so is that a no that no that's not a christian college no i don't think so there's oklahoma christian yes okay yeah. these are two yeah and then there's two also like things. oklahoma baptist yes yeah and then there's like yeah there, there's a bunch but um so they did a poll of 439 college students conducted in 2006 by researchers brian farha of oklahoma city university and gary stewart of university of central oklahoma and it suggested that college seniors and graduate students were more likely to believe in psychic phenomena than college freshmen which i thought was interesting because i figured it would be the other way around no I, I'm I'm down with that. Because, I mean, but I can also see it from the perspective of like the deeper you get into academia. Yeah. Like I could see that, you know. Yeah. Once you take that sociology class. Yeah. It's your over. brain just like yeah, woo, it's over. And then you get on academic probation. And then you have to take psychology. Yeah. And then you watch that video about the twins who one was switched, like one was made mm -hmm. a girl at birth, and then they both kill themselves. Then your whole brain just, just falls done. apart. Yeah, you're just done. You just can't do it anymore. Yeah. As someone who's been on academic probation yeah. who's had to watch that movie. <laughs> oh my god. So here's a here's another survey that this is just the general population of the US. So this was done by Gallup and it was in 2005. I am surprised by this number. 41% of people polled believed in ESP. Oh yeah. 41. I'm really surprised by that number. 26 believed in clairvoyance. Did you think it would be higher? I thought it'd be lower. Oh, yeah. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah. Like, and, th okay, so 26% believed in clairvoyance. 31% of those surveyed indicated that they believed in telepathy or psychic communication. I'm kind of, I, I don't know. I was kind of surprised by that. I but, thought the ESP one would be higher. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Let's see. Because um, I think, like, Whitney and I have, like, kind of a weird ESP connection. I always call it, like, I can always tell without talking to her, without seeing her post anything on Facebook, I call it sensing a disturbance in the force. And I just know that something's wrong with her. And I'll yeah. text her. And I'll be like, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, my God, how did you know? And I've done this, like, probably ten times over the course of knowing her mm -hmm. since high school. Like, it's kind of yeah. weird. But, um... Well, like how I told you, like my cousin Mallory and I, mm. I can tell when she's getting like sick, sick. Yeah. And she can tell when. Right. My yeah. when my sugar's about to drop. Yes. And I'm about to pass out. Yeah. Like that's. Mm. But nobody ever believes us mm. until it, it happens to the other one. Right. Like they get to witness until like, I'm covered in vomit. Mm -hmm. Then everybody believes us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's like me and Whitney. Um, okay, so, and this is this is kind of interesting. This is something that has always fascinated me, with me, is like the idea that you can learn psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. So some people also believe that anyone can have psychic abilities, which can be activated or enhanced through the study and practice of various disciplines and techniques, such as meditation and divination, with a number of books and websites being dedicated to instruction in these methods. Um, another popular belief is that psychic ability is hereditary with a psychic parent passing their abilities on to their children. Hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like the whole, like, psychic ability thing, it, it, I just feel like it's more, like, you're just more in tune. Yeah. To, you're more perceptive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's... And part of it is, like, they say, you know how they say that, like, kids are more perceptive because yeah. they haven't learned to, like, turn that off? They don't have a filter. Yeah. And they're kind of fuckheads yeah. and they're really rude and they'll tell you that you're fat. Yeah. 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 No. That's not psychic. Kids are just mean. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. I can't tell you how many times I've been called fat and ugly by a child. Oh my you God. can't hit them because they're minors. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You can't. You can't. They're like, why do you have three stomachs? I'm like. Why are you still living? You should have been swallowed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Okay, so this is this is something that I was telling Summer about before we got on here, but this is a bit of a side note, but I wanted to bring it up because it's a great movie. It's called Red Lights with Robert De Niro. It's about, he plays a blind psychic, and Cillian, or Killian, however you say his name, Murphy, and Sigourney Weaver in it, they play scientists that are trying to either debunk him or, like, prove once and for all this is for real. And so there are studies like that do, done all the time. Like, it makes me think of Ghostbusters, you know, the beginning of Ghostbusters, like, where they're, they're doing, like, the ESP tests yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Fucking, or, no, that's Ghost Adventures with Zach. Oh, like. yeah. Zach. See, like, I was I watching could that never, last night. I, as a kid, or mm-hmm. just in general, I could never get through Ghostbusters. Yeah? That's, really? That's one of those movies where I'm just like, no. It scared is, me a little bit. Like, no. I, like, as a small child, I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. It scared me. I didn't like the, um. But you're talking to the kid that wants, like. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, of the lambs at three a.m. when her grandpa got home from work. Oh like, my god! Yeah, nope. Ghostbusters yeah. was stupid. So okay, there are like a million different psychic abilities. I didn't know this, but there's like apportation, which is the ability to undergo materialization, disappearance, or teleportation of an object. Which I guess would be like basically Matilda. Yeah, like you can apparate an object. Your basically. parents could abuse you so much, and you get a you library get card. As a, you get a library card as a small child, and you just read shit. Yeah. Oh my god. So astral projection, which okay, so I have a story about that. Um, my uncle. Um, so when he, his father was in a nursing home, and. Um, had been in the nursing home miles away from his real home. And he told his son, it was something about like, he wanted him to get the guns that were at the house. And he was like, I saw it. I need you to get the guns. And they had been moved. Like someone had been in the house and moved them. Mm. It was really weird. Like it was very, very odd because there was no way for him to know that. And his son hadn't been in the house to know it himself. Yeah. And so it was like, it was kind of an astral projection type weird Weird situation, but anyway, astral projection, automatic writing, which freaks me out a little bit. That's basically like you put your hand and you start doing this. This is free writing. You start doing this and then you let something else start writing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one freaks me out a little bit. But um, divination, which always makes me think of Harry Potter. (laughs) I was about to say. Yeah. Like I think of, uh, what's her name? Uh, Shit. What's her name? I know what you're, I, I, uh, Emma Thompson. She, uh, Trelawney. Yeah, Professor yeah, Trelawney. Trelawney. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the Grim. The Grim, yes. The, the Grim. <laughs> yeah. So, it's dark, um. Oh, it's the darkest omen of our world. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I totally saw that kid's face when yeah. you just did that. Oh, my God. He just, like, pulled, he just turns to that page. It's the darkest omen in our world. It's, like, the only line he has in the whole the movie. Dog. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, dousing, which is, like, the ability, which this is so weird, to locate water, Sometimes you use using a tool called a dousing rod, which like I have played with those before. Um, did you did you watch all of and and I've told you a million times, but like Mikey, her no. her whole ghost series. Oh my gosh, no! She she does dousing rods. Oh my god! And then like there's like three episodes where people are telling her that she's doing them wrong. Really? And she's like, "What? You fucking tell me then!" Like <laughs> everybody's funny. like, "You're doing it wrong," and she's like, "Okay, well then tell me. Tell me how to do it." Yeah, yeah. You need to watch the Lizzie Borden one. I need to watch those, yeah. So energy medicine, which is healing or, um, like, it can be mental, spiritual, physical, whatever. Uh, levitation, which I've never seen someone it's levitate. Leviosa. Yeah, Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Yeah. Mediumship or channeling, which I have witnessed. Um, precognition or premonition, the ability to perceive future events. Okay, so here's a question for you. Do you ever have deja vu? Yeah. When you have deja vu, is it accompanied by a sense of great dread? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, when I have deja vu, it's like, oh, my God, this is the thing I see right before the really bad thing happens. Mm-hmm. Do you have that feeling? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad it's not just me. Well, I see, asked- but I'm also, I'm also one of those people that I'm just like, I don't like this. I don't want to be here. I don't think we should do this. Yeah. And it always gets, like, portrayed as you're just being dramatic mm-hmm. or you're being cynical. Yeah. And then I go through with that event or that task mm-hmm. or something and something bad happens mm-hmm. and it's, Oh, this didn't turn out well. I'm like, well, 
fucking told you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had mine actually manifest into anything actually happening. It's more of like this, like, oh, shit, the other shoe is about to drop. See, I mine is always about people. But mm-hmm. nobody ever believes me. Yeah. Which is stupid because I should also... Mm-hmm. I never know... I can never tell when it's going to happen for myself. Mm-hmm. I can always tell when it's going to happen for, like, the group of people that I'm in on a daily basis or something. Yeah. I'm like, this person's going to be bad for us or mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But, like, say relationships or something. Mm-hmm. I can't tell that. Yeah. One time when I was a child, I knew that an adult in my life was having an affair. Like I, and I called it like, yeah. Yeah. And told another adult and they were like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And then like years later it came out. It was weird. It was real weird. That was probably like one of the only times I've ever had like a psychic moment, I think. See, but yeah, God, I- if this June bug Oh, my God. If it messes with me, I'm going to lose it. He's already ran into my leg, like, twice. I hate them. Okay, so remote viewing, or uh, I skipped a couple. Oops. Uh, Mediumship, precognition, psychic surgery, which is, like, the ability to remove disease or disorder within or over the body tissue via an energetic incision that heals immediately afterwards. Mm -mm. I'm not down with that. Yeah. Psychokinesis or telekinesis, like, moving things (laughs) with your mind. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because, <laughs> like, like, my brain doesn't go to Carrie. It goes to Superstar when she's like, I'm using my telekinesis to throw paste blood on you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's I'm so funny. Movie, Carrie. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, I, haven't thought I about understand that so you're long. the rewind girl in Kip's video. Oh, my God. Yeah. Basically, yes. So, um, let's see. Uh, psychometry which this is really interesting to me it's the ability to obtain information about a person or an object by touch that's a lot of what you see in like fantasy novels and like tv shows and stuff remote viewing which is the ability to see a distant or unseen target using extrasensory perception which might have been what my great-grandpa was doing um retrocognition or postcognition the ability to supernaturally perceive past events which that i don't even understand like i don't know what that means um telepathy transmit or receive thoughts supernaturally of course oh which is like yeah but like if you what do you think of all of those if you could have one of them which would you want and which do you think would be the worst like that would interfere with your life i think it would be the touch like yeah. That would totally, like, mess me up if every time I touch something, I, like, got information. I Actually, like that. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have to Google as much. That's true. But also, like, you could touch, like, it's kind of like this. Okay, so when I worked in the funeral home. But I don't home, really touch people. When so. I was in the funeral home. <laughs> let me tell you a story. Okay. When I was in the funeral home, there was this young girl who died. And um, I say young, I mean, like, mid-20s. And she had a cell phone all Uh of her pictures with her family and friends were on her cell phone yeah so when her mother contacted at&t at&t was like sorry about you she has a password on that that's private yeah we can't let you into her cell phone so her mom you know was obviously distraught because she's like really all i want is her pictures like i want them for the funeral blah 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 but it's weird because like a lot of um a lot of times they will especially you can confirm that the person's dead Mm -hmm. they will unlock it yeah they didn't that time um and what it made me think about was like your cell phone is like the most private possession that you own like basically if someone evaluated all your behavior on your cell phone Mm -hmm. they would have a more intimate picture of you than your partner does they'd know what porn you were yeah like they would know everything about you clear them cookies yeah clear them cookies clear them cookies so and my whole thought on that is like i know that there are people who want to go through their partner's cell phone i never want to do that like (laughs) because you'll end i've never wanted to do it because i'll end up crying no yeah like i no because i'm like what if i see something on there that i cannot unsee and i can't unknow about this person 
Like, I am completely content to just go about my life with the image See, my I whole have. thing is, like, I've always, I would always know that something was up, and I would always mm-hmm. have, a, like, a feeling that something was going on. Yeah. But then, of course, like, you can't bring it to their attention, because then the, they would tell you that you're, like, you're just looking for a problem, yeah. and then, like, yeah. now they're engaged to the person who yeah. was the problem. I can honestly <laughs> say, I can honestly say I've never gone through anyone's cell phone because i'm terrified of what i will find i've had somebody buy me an electronic device mm -hmm. so they could go through it but then they like got pissed because i only put books on there that's funny but they ended up being the one who was cheating that's dumb like would drive from that might have been lightning or something is on fire i think i saw lightning over there a minute ago every time i'm out here something's on fire or lightning yeah um yeah they were they were the ones that were cheating but they would drive all the way to tulsa to sit there and watch me at work and everything and it's just like but when you confront them about just a feeling Mm -hmm. you're the crazy one yeah you're causing problems yeah oh my god like all right yeah that's yeah i could i i have never like I have never suspected someone that I was with of cheating, but also, like, I feel like I've only been in a couple relationships where I let myself be vulnerable enough that I might care, if that makes sense. like, See, my whole thing, it's like, they, I mean, most of the relationships I've been in, I've, like, I've, they will, they would make it clear that I was their settlement. Mm. I could do X, Y, Z, but you'll do no or no like, mm. yeah it's i don't like that no yeah. you don't need that you need somebody I, who i spent most of my 20s like raising s- multiple people's sons yeah yeah women are not what is that what is that tweet about um women are not rehabilitation centers for, for poorly men. raised men yeah 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 exactly well and the thing is though it's like you also realize how little that the mother like even if they had good mothers Mm -hmm. and they were good men they still don't know anything about women yeah like i've had to teach so many dudes about periods Mm -hmm. something something simple Mm -hmm. something that every woman has yeah that i feel like a guy should know because what if you have a daughter like and what if you're raising that daughter on your dad taught me how to do my hair exactly like i i don't it's 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 wild to me i think because i spent more time with my dad and my uncles Mm -hmm. than pretty much or my my grandpa and like my grandparents and stuff i spent more time with them Mm -hmm. but i mean like my dad taught me how to braid yeah like i was the i was one of the i was like the only girl that would show up to practice Mm -hmm. with a nice ponytail and it's like, who did your hair? My dad. Oh, it doesn't have a shark in it. Like, but then you've got these men that are like, oh, you put your daughter's hair in a ponytail? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It's like you should. You should be like, doing that's, that. Like, that's the lowest freaking. Oh, and of course, like, I'm a child of divorce and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, my my dad would run out to buy us tampons there was no question it was oh yeah it was like what do you need there was no like oh she's on her period that's why she's acting like that it was like fuck she's on her period (laughs) yeah i better go get this (laughs) probably buy more dr pepper (laughs) yeah like and some chocolate my my dad had three daughters yeah Mm -hmm. like there there was no like there's no way that he could not have to know that stuff yeah it it was never like even though like he he only had i mean he's one of 10 and there was like mm-hmm. eight dudes and two yeah. girls but it was like he had three daughters there was no like oh no she's on her period blah 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 yeah. it's like tell me what you need mm-hmm. and it was it was just like it w- i mean i've never once with my dad mm-hmm. felt that periods were like oh no we can't talk about that like about, in yeah. his bathroom at mm-hmm. his house in his specific bathroom mm-hmm there are tampons there yeah because That's at awesome. any point one i mean like i i just don't understand how like these men who have mothers mm-hmm. know nothing yeah about women it's crazy it's 
crazy. Maybe maybe they need to at your big age. Yeah. Maybe I'll let you borrow my American Girl. <laughs> yeah. Body book. Yeah. Oh my god. And we'll talk about it. Okay. So all right. So here's where this ties into true crime in Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> periods. Fun, periods. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, I don't know if you know this or not, but telling fortune for profit in Oklahoma is illegal. illegal. Yeah. That's the most Oklahoma shit ever. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. It's also illegal in New York. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, like, psychic shops everywhere. Is that why Miss Cleo went to jail? I, she, I, I think like she it was, was in worse California. than that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Miss Cleo had she a was, California vibe. She was probably in California, and also I imagine that whatever she did was probably worse than just, like, reading fortune. Because she, like... It's probably like money laundering. But the laundering. thing is, it's like every night mm-hmm. I watched her. Yeah. I watched same. this girl. Oh, same. But but the thing is, it's like she never made me believe in psychics or psychic yeah. ability. I would no. It it was just something to watch before like mm-hmm. Fifth Wheel came on. Oh, Fifth Wheel! I love that show so much. <laughs> oh my god. That because like because somehow our like. Damn, we that did, plane is loud. We didn't have cable. Yeah. Do you ever watch uh, Blind Date? Yes. I love Blind Date. That's available on Tubi, by the way, or Pluto or something like that. You can watch it. I have all the, because I have Cox. Mm-hmm. So I, <gasps> Blind Date. You can watch them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blind Date. I was Blind Date and Fifth Wheel. Like That I, show, Blind Date was ahead of its time. It really was. So yeah. was Fifth Wheel. Yeah. Fifth Wheel prepared me emotionally for a lot because yeah. it's like I'm always like the one that nobody mm-hmm. wants anything to do with. Oh my god! And it's just like everybody else is in the back room, and I'm just like, yeah, hey, uh, yeah. Oh god, I feel that. You know there was snacks on that bus. Oh yeah. So this lady, her name was Sonia Marks. I mean, I say was. I'm pretty sure she's still alive. Um, <laughs> Marks like M A R X. Like Carl Marx. No, like like (laughs) Marx, like Marx with a pen. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So um, her name was Sonia Marx, and she, oh, Maggie, she's going to town. She's, like, upset about something. Maggie, bring us another beer. Yeah, bring us another beer, please, Maggie. Um, So basically, Sonia got in trouble for defrauding people in a really obvious way. Like, it's almost to the point where, like. Defrauding? Yeah. So, like, I feel bad for these people, but at the same time, this is how she would do it. So they would come to her and she would take a look at their palm and she would say, oh, my goodness, look at that. You should leave a whole bunch of money here. And when you come back next week, there will be twice that much. So she was a casino. Basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, basically. So she would do that. And these people would be like, "Okay," and they'd leave their money there and then they'd come back and surprise, surprise, it'd be gone. And she did this until she had thousands and thousands of dollars. Like it was a lot of money to the point that this was in, I believe, Oklahoma City. Okay, yeah, so she just didn't have a gaming license. Yeah, basically. She, I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm assuming she wasn't native. I don't think so. So, don't think so. she did not have a tribal gaming license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> that that would, like, that's money laundering. Yeah. Like, like, I would totally have to fill a, a suspicious activity report on yeah. her. So basically the way they caught her was, and I love this so much, so like the cops that got her, went undercover and got readings from her and there were several of them so like and they had to go back multiple times like i just that i i don't know that had to be that had to be interesting but that had to be fun oh yeah right like that's got to be like the easiest like thing they probably ever had to do like just sit there and let this lady give you a false psychic reading like so yeah so anyway and also she was convicted of the same stuff in ohio in 2015 and then she came here. It's always here and, fucking Ohio. Yeah, and then she came here and did it. So, yeah. But um, anyway, there's a psychic in the article that I read about her who is uh, local to Oklahoma City, and he was saying like, you know, there are good ones, but there are people out there who are trying to take advantage of you. Um, so there is. This is the thing I wanted to talk about last was there is this medium in Oklahoma City who is really really good. Um, she puts on the spirit fair. Uh, every quarter i think like it's not going on right now because of covid and everything but um so she didn't predict that no she didn't predict everybody that. get your money back <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> okay so she came here to the house one time and did this reading and like i so she basically like read everybody in the room and there were a few things that were very like people were really taken with and they felt like were very accurate and like one of them was She told my friend Ashley, whose mother had passed away, like, maybe three to six months before this night, 
she said, your mom is going to contact you on the phone somehow. She said, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's going to be something going with your phone. And then she moved on to the next person. She starts reading them and she read me and she was like, uh, you need to get your shit together with your health or you're going to be diabetic, which I'm like, you could just tell that by looking at me because I was really heavy at the time. But um, also she said, she said, I don't know who this applies to, but whoever the writer is, your love of books is going to pay off. Oh, shit. And I was like, okay, I'll take that. Like that, yeah, I'll, I'll like that, yeah. Um, anyway. And everybody else is like, I wrote a really long text today, so that's me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, then Ashley, like, we're all sitting there. In the middle of the reading, Ashley's phone starts going off. And it's an alarm that she did not remember setting. Uh-huh. And so, like, it was kind of weird. Like, it was it was a little bit weird. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, there was stuff, like, she knew, uh, the flavor of ice cream that my cousin's grandpa liked and she also pinpointed a young person in our family that had passed and she got his personality dead on which i mean i i understand that like cold reading you can do stuff but um in the in what we're going to do after this the little like miniature after show i will tell the real story like the the story of when she did a reading for me that was kind of like life changing, mm-hmm. but because I I don't really want to tell it on like the whole like the podcast that goes to everyone because I it's really personal like it's very yeah. very personal. But anyway, so um yeah, but if you are gonna go to a psychic, just be be careful. Like I mean, I think there are real ones out there. I, I think they're fakes. Like I don't know what it is about psychics. Like I will believe the most absurd like absurd shit. Yeah. Like chupacabras yeah all that like yeah like i mean yes ghosts mm-hmm. shadow figures all that like i believe that i've seen but i don't know what it is about i know what it is when it's a psychic that is someone who's trying to take advantage of you yeah like with the chupacabra and stuff that's just like they're not taking folklore. shit from yeah, me yeah exactly <laughs> that's fun like that's just fun like but with a psychic it's kind of like if I believe this, am I getting the it's wool a, it's pulled a, it's over a my physical, eyes? It's a physical person. Yeah. Like, it, it's and not... And they could be trying to deceive you. It's not a ghost. It's not something... Yeah. It's not my co-star. It's mm-hmm. not my, like, my horoscope yeah. for the day or something. Yeah. It's somebody looking me dead in the eye and yeah. being vague as shit and be like, Oh, you just burped. <laughs> somebody's going to contact you who loved dr pepper and i'm like that you fucking bitch that's everybody in my family good luck yeah like oh my god that's funny i just i it's just yeah like there there's just something about it and you know there's gonna be somebody that emails you and be like that bitch oh my god no no they won't they love you they love you (laughs) they do no one loves me no they do they love you girl i promise they do yeah, because believe me, like, people send me stuff all the time like that. But, um, but yeah, so, anyway, uh, Summer's looking for a job. Yeah, who wants to hire me? For that real, no, like, I'm serious. in hospitality. I'm not stupid. Like, I- whoever, if anybody contacts me looking for help of any kind, I will send you Summer's resume because I wrote it up. And <laughs> she really did. I did, and I did a pretty damn good job of it. It looks really fancy, and I'll be sad if a lot of people don't see it. So, please contact yeah. me. I've got Summer's resume. She's a hard worker. She has 11 years experience in hospitality and customer service and de-escalating situations, stuff like I've that. I've never punched anyone. Yeah. No, she won't punch anybody. Not she won't work, cuss anybody least. out. She'll, she'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she's looking for a job. So hit me up if you want to get in contact with Summer. Any kind of, anything you got, just hit me up with it and I'll pass I'll it on mow. to her. Yeah. She'll mow. She'll do anything. Mow. Yeah. I don't care. Which, by the way, I found out today, I hooked somebody up with mowing someone else's lawn through the podcast. So that could happen. But yet I haven't mowed your yard yet. That's true. Yeah. I could hook you up with mowing my yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So uh, you got anything else besides that? Some some faux show yep. on every social media. Follower. Follower, guys. All That's right. So irioki.com. Uh, books are available for sale. I have signed copies, unsigned copies. Um, and I've been harping on this the last few, like, the last few things I've recorded. Um, I make more whenever you guys buy directly from me than from Amazon, and I'm trying to move away from Amazon. But I understand that when you buy it from Amazon, you get it a whole lot faster. So anyway, that's just something to, you know, for your consumption, whatever you want. Starting an OnlyFans. Yeah, starting an OnlyFans. No, oh my God, no. Nobody wants to see that. (laughs) I might be if no one hires me shortly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
No, but your idea, like, was really good. If anybody wants to watch me read Jurassic Park in a bikini top, yeah, I let mean, me know. Dude, I, I will say- subscribe. Like, I will I'll subscribe. start an OnlyFans. <laughs> I love Jurassic Park. Like, oh, my God, I'll be there. So, okay. Um, also, there are subscriptions available on Erioki.com. So, like, I'm going to be putting out episodes a week early. So, if you subscribe to this tomorrow or today when you hear it, you'll be able to hear next week's episode. So, that'll be super fun. Um, and also, there will be extras like the interview that I'm talking about where I'm going to tell Summer here in a little bit about my really crazy psychic experience. So, um, and this is not the experience that I shared about my sister. So, anyway. <laughs> Uh, follow me on Instagram at Irioki. Facebook is the same. Maggie's telling you to follow her too and join the group. Y'all stay spooky.